I wrote that. <laughs> I'm such a genius. Oh, hey. Well, you're not going to show it off when it goes to your camera? Well, oh, sorry. I had to put my Sesame Street Writer's Room book down. Mm. <laughs> he, Welcome back to, what is this thing part, called? He erased the part up top where it says gift shop edition. <laughs> <laughs> Just put a bunch of black tape yeah, over it. Right. Mm, Travis, you get that in the gift shop? Hmm. All the pages are blank in there. We haven't seen. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that was that's a skin. Is that a, is that a skin you put on several of those? Did you do anything while you were in New York yes. other than frustrate us on the stream? Oh my God! The entire time I'm just standing outside the studios of Sesame Street, mm -hmm. <laughs> afraid to go in. Oh, <laughs> pictures of the lobby broke through security. <laughs> what you don't see me is cropped out as the two security guards that was chasing me up the stairway. Is that guy masturbating to Big Bird again? Uh. <laughs> do you feel good now? Do you, do, do you feel good? I feel great. Okay, let's get mm -hmm. to it then. What are we getting to? Well, we had a great weekend, but one person <laughs> had an even better weekend than well, all of I, us. I think, let's get to some faces. Oh, yes. Like, of course, when I was in, in the, that beautiful city of New York, um, I would do the show uh, from my live studio, a.k.a. very old apartment. Mm -hmm. And seemed pleasant. There were moments where the screen didn't behave. The feed didn't do what it was supposed right. to do and my face would often freeze yeah we got some and gardner has some still shots of those moments yeah and some others as well so let's run through them let's here fire this bad boy up face off oh, oh. look at that new york face. stereotype look oh who loves orange soda travis look loves orange soda <laughs> chris so jealous <laughs> he's so jealous so happy how much Ooh. i'm sweating that was a good-looking shirt on me in that oh, photo. Man. Somebody said something. Oh, and now you're yelling. I'm yelling at somebody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Privilege was the word that's that came out. I told you. Oh Ooh. no! Oh no! I think I'm shocked by my score. <laughs> oh look at that! Look! Oh yeah! Look What's at Chris. Lips hey, doing director there? of entertainment, Jason Pippen. Oh, oh, that, that's Where, me that? walking through the streets. That was a world star, right? Oh, was there it was. Look at me. Ah, ah, that was me. Carlin Barb. What do you know? That was me at Union Station in Chicago. I tried my oh, damnness. Oh, gosh. Hey, look. Welcome back, Travis. Aww. Look how jealous Chris is. He's like looking down, like trying, trying to do a live read and keep the show on the air. Oh, God. Look at that tan. Chocolate just dipping in some ice cream. And then this one. Do I, am I ever happy? Is this what you guys deal with on mm. a daily basis? Blame Demon for Trump. Just one of my lump. favorite hashtags. Oh, you son of a bitch. Blame Demon for Trump. <laughs> Is this a still shot? No, this is real. Oh, okay, that's live. This okay, is that's kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah. I um, I was telling my, uh, I finally got a conversation with my parents over the weekend about, of course, my time in New York. <laughs> they finally told you about the birds and the bees. They got back into town. They finally got it to they you. They got back into town good like for on you, Sunday. Man. Good for you. I was like, hey, oh, hey, what's good? And I was explaining to them about just you showing those photos of me sweating it was funny because I was in the buildings in New York are beautiful, but they're very old. Mm -hmm. And I kind of came up with this theory. I, I think coupled with climate change and human laziness, mm -hmm. the world as we know will collapse upon us. Is this a like theoretical physics? Because thing? I'm thinking about, about because if you look at things like the infrastructure in New York is very old. Mm 
and very difficult to upkeep. You're talking about humankind. Yes. You're not talking about the planet. Well, I'm thinking that as so, far as humankind contributing to yeah, but here's its what you, downfall, here's which we all are very much well aware of. Climate change and global warming is the planet's going to survive. The planet's going to be oh, we're, okay. we're just a fever. Yes. What it's going It'll to do us. is destroy us. Yes. The planet's going to be around. Yes, and I think what we're doing, we're giving it a volley. Like, we're setting it up form. to knock us out. Like, it's fascinating. Like, I just think this, like, I love New York, but I realize also this infrastructure, like, is teetering. Like, it's like there's, there, there's one small incident away from it creating catastrophe. Like, they they, have... like that, that subway goes underwater. Like, that subway goes in from Brooklyn into Manhattan, and it goes underwater. They have a big, I mean, that's a big issue for them. That's a Their huge issue. You're just talking about the subway. They have right. larger issues than yes. that even. Like, yes. infrastructure in New York City itself is shit. Right yes, now. absolutely. It is bad. It is, and it's that's the scary thing about it. So you're talking about, you would imagine that with the weather getting warmer, warmer than I think it was just a recent study that was released actually over the weekend about it being one of the, I think last month was the hottest month on record. Mm -hmm. And so you couple that, of course, with older infrastructure. Like you're leading to, it feels like it's a lead up to chaos. It's, if we are in the first act of the day after tomorrow, can we at least acknowledge that? Because everything is starting to come together. Not to be Mr. Fearmonger, it won't be but like it makes that. sense. But, if, but I feel like what we're seeing as far as weak infrastructure, changing of the weather, yeah. overcrowding, like there are things that are just leading us down that road of catastrophe, and I, I think we are lucky and in some ways blessed to ha not have like a situation where we happened in Minnesota years ago with the bridges collapsing. Like mm -hmm. I think we're fortunate as a country to not have had more incidents like that because the infrastructure in some of our major cities are really. And, you, and you, I only picked up on it as I was traveling through New York, and I realized, man, these are beautiful buildings. And then I go... You can see it here. Man, that's old. Like the Brooklyn Bridge. Beautiful structure. Absolutely amazing. And then you go, it's been here for about a good 120 years. I don't think anybody's kind of spackled. I don't know if anybody well, has thing. lined some in, things in up some recently. some instances, they do, shit, they do fantastic <laughs> upkeep really on yeah. certain things. Right. Even if they're old, they do fantastic upkeep mm -hmm. on certain ones. There's on other certain ones, ones yeah, right. That are just... They, you can see what can happen. And we looked at the let's look I mean, at the Compton Bridge. We just that's one of those things where you're just like... It's got to be replaced completely. Absolutely. Just, with, just because you paved over it, like it, it was funny because the Uber driver the made one, the same the comment. I, he was like, they have to tear this down, right? I was like... I feel like we're really playing with fire. And I know I don't want to sound like a person that's like, I mean, they're the literally doing band-aids. They're just covering up the potholes. Yes. Once or twice a but year. But that's what I'm saying. So we also know city funding is has been reduced over at major cities. So we know the cities aren't spending that much money on infrastructure as well. Look, how many times has President Trump tried to have an infrastructure week? <laughs> he's tried to have an infrastructure week yeah, for three, he, three years. And he sits up, he's a Did you want to thank him? No, I would not like to. I've heard audio him. evidence of you thanking him before. But I, I, I'm not going to play that one today. Press. I will, not, I will not play that one today. But I will say, I, I, I think that's the thing. Like, I love these beautiful, big cities, but there's a moment of pause that comes over me when I go, when I see, like, yeah. That's been around since like 1867, and I don't know how much upkeep right. that's had. What, what's Maybe the, we should. What's the warranty on that? <laughs> right. How does that? Did General? 
I don't know. Well, Sherman saw... uh, Thomas Jefferson the Fourth guarantee this bridge when he and his troops built it. Like, like they w- that? like we shoot fireworks yeah. from bridges. I feel like that's not. <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> I think it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but I feel fire. like we shouldn't be shooting fireworks on bridges. I think there are just certain things that we're aiding to maybe fireworks. Bridges that bridges were originally intended to be like, whoa, there'll right. be 40 horses every morning across there. <laughs> exactly. We got 18 wheelers on <laughs> exactly. them now. Exactly. Carrying, carrying 18 wheelers. horses. Yes, exactly. Yes. So that's the, that's the only scary thing about New York was for me was like, man, this is a beautiful old, oh, dear God. I hope the wind doesn't shift one way one day. It completely well, like ruined us all. You this. saw it here when that water main break on Lindell. <laughs> yes. Over by the mansions there. And then they're looking and, you know, okay, this piping. Oh, it might have been here since the World's Fair. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then you keep building on top of it. Yes. <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? And, and, and as humans, That's like... why you're supposed to be proactive <laughs> in terms of taking care of infrastructure so you can build on top Like, of it. even like the, you know, us millennials will buy these, especially in Brooklyn where they'll buy these very expensive brownstones that are inc- obviously very beautiful but very old, and then we modernize it, and we're putting pool tables and, and uh, workout equipment in there, and we're just, what we're doing <laughs> just to these old buildings, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm kind of just asking for it to collapse on top of us, aren't we? Well, that I mean, that's good, though, that you're able to recycle a building like that, though. That's True. what you want. True. And that's... Like a lot of cities now are like, even when you're doing new development, are asking you to try to take in some of the old infrastructure with it. I actually had this discussion with someone over the weekend because a hotel I stayed in last September in Chicago, the Viceroy, it's a new building. Mm -hmm. They built it from the ground up, but they took part of the old infrastructure as part of their lobby. Right. So you're incorporating even that. Even if you're building new, you're trying to take some of the old in with the new. Right. In some places. In some instances vacant lots and that they're just completely and to chris's point he said warranty that's funny because i i believe like uh the architects back in the day would say these buildings can last 150 years and you go this bridge can that was stand. 150 years ago yeah. i think it's about that time don't you think everyone that's right uh, this bridge can withstand the, the the musket shot of a 70 men mm-hmm. <laughs> i just like well, that's one <laughs> click of a gun now partner exactly yeah exactly so it's three draft horses could cross this pulling seven bales of hay I'm interested in this voice. I like it. It's not bad. I like it. Yeah. Can we? You know, didn't know, I didn't say Clydesdales either. Maybe they're Belgian draft horses. Is this Denman oh, Prospector? Yeah, Denman right. the Prospector. I'll do it. <laughs> no. Pros- By the whiskers of my bolo tie. Prospector. This will be the different. greatest Brit. Yeah. That. This is the Prospector's boss. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. At you least like the, you sound like a Pinkerton. Is that what they called them? Prospectors. Will Farrell's pro- old prospector voice will forever, in a way, be the perfect prospector <laughs> voice. I'm up in the hills. <laughs> I found it. Yeah, that's more prospector. <laughs> I, I'm out of sarsaparilla. Yeah. <laughs> I've moved on to the whiskey. Chris's original one <laughs> had more elitism. Was more co- uh, cosmopolitan. A little more. Right. He yeah, sourced yeah. the steel beams. That were the first ever steel beams mm-hmm. made. These are from Pittsburgh. That's right. Mm. I was in an old structure over the weekend. Where was it? The Missouri History Museum. Ah, beautiful building. Beautiful it building. It is beautiful. And what were you there for? They have a beautiful exhibit. As you know, we had Robert Cohen of the Post-Dispatch on last Tuesday. Word. To talk about what he does on a day-to-day basis, but also to promote and preview the Pulitzer prize photography exhibit at the history museum i scooted on over there look at you pulled up 
next to the uh, loop trolley stop. Scoop, scoop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like it. Walked in, in there, went and watched the panel that they had. They had a panel of photographers going on. Um, it's Eiffel? It was. It was good. Any gems? I'm, I'm glad they're waiting, to you? they're waiting to do a panel in particular on Ferguson because you could see even at times the questioning started leaning that way. People want to know about that. About it's iconic what, photo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the one iconic the, moment. The one Robert took and then what others took as well, but the one Robert took was up in the exhibit. And what a fun conversation that was last week. And we so can't good. thank Robert enough for being able to take the time to do that. This photo, and we talked about it on the show. I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I'm biased for several reasons, especially being in the moment. But I think this is one of the most iconic photos, uh, certainly of our generation, but certainly of the last 25 years. I think this encapsulates so much. Mm -hmm. And this, I, I don't think you can get a better time. This reminds me of um, the Ali Liston, where like the shot of, yeah. of Ali over it, like it was, it happened so fast. Like it, it, like that that moment where you have Ali standing over. I mean, Liston, that might be the greatest sports photo of all. Easily, time. and then if you see it in real time, it's literally that where Ali has his right fist over his chest, standing over Sonny Liston. That was like a split second. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's very difficult to capture those mm -hmm. moments. Yeah. And when you do, my God, yeah. that was that shot. Well, I, I, I honestly, I, I kid you not, I would. And it has been done by so I, I can't wait to get a commission from my, my own home because it's just such a, yeah. a powerful I, um, photo. I went to the panel. What? We had somebody leave a comment that said uh, I'd put up you know, I put up his name and all this. And uh, long story short, someone gave his name and said he's deceased and he's more than a photo. And I was just so disappointed. And I wanted to say something really mean back. Mm -hmm. But I didn't. And I just said, did you happen to hear the... The interview, the actual <laughs> conversation, the, the conversation. piece of this, yeah. where the man was memorialized for twenty minutes of a fifty-minute conversation Talk about his life, I just, what he meant, and of course that photo I, actually made it hard for him. And right. I okay. and uh, and I all I did was politely say thanks for that. Did you happen to hear it? No response. That's the kind of stuff that just makes me want to just be very upset with people. So I went through the the Pulitzer part after the panel. The panel was great. Um, it, some of the like I said, some of the questioning did start going there, are, yep. um, and that makes sense. So it's good they're doing on the twenty first. They're doing another panel specifically on Ferguson. Okay. Um, so I after the panel, I went through the Pulitzer part. I haven't gone through the local part yet, the St. Louis Post Dispatch photos. Was that I, big of an exhibit? I, wow. I didn't have time afterwards, right? Because um, I took my time going through the Pulitzer part. Oh, okay. And. People asked me at, check that out today. at the watering hole what I thought, and I just said, well, it was gripping. I mean, and these are photos, some of them you're accustomed to, and iconic is the word that you're going to hear. Are there, because, um, are, are these photos, and I'm just trying to, and some, I'm the reason why Some I'm of them are, you're, you're familiar with. Okay. Like, now, as far as, like, uh, not to go into too much detail, but are they, are they suitable for everyone, those photos? Not for kids, not okay. necessarily. Right. Okay. I mean, this is... Just, just curious. I, I, I tweeted it out. I left in an interesting mood afterwards. Interesting. Because it, like, you're going you're gonna to see the ones you know. Like, okay. The flag on Iwo mm -hmm. Jima. Mm -hmm. You're going to see that one. You're going to see this shot of Ruth retiring. All Favorite. of these, and all these great photos are just like at the, the timing of yeah. these photos. Well, speaking of timing, I mean, you're going to wow. see the one that grabs right as... Jack Ruby's 
shooting and killing Lee Harvey Oswald. Like those, those three right there, you recognize those immediately. Um, there are other ones that you're not going to, but I mean, it runs the gamut of war, civil war, assassinations, famine, natural disasters, uh, acts of terror. Uh, I saw one Jeez. with the, the flag being used as a weapon. And there's you know, racial attacks. There's one on a football field, a racial attack on a football field that I wasn't even aware of. Interesting. Uh, uh, I think it was Drake versus Oklahoma A&M. And it's like the, money. the first black player on the field at Oklahoma A&M. And they catch the first play of the game. The photographer did. No TVs, that, cameras are there or anything like that. Where they deck the guy, the black guy who's the running back. And they did it a number of other times. And the ball's nowhere near, near him when this is happening. Jeez. And they broke his jaw throughout. And I, I was not aware of like things like that. So it is, it'll get to you. Interesting. Uh, because there's, there's an assassination one in, in Tokyo where a samurai sword is used on a politician. And mm. they catch it right as the guy's getting ready to plunge it into the guy's chest. So, I mean, there, I, I mean, I walked out of there oh, just wow. like, man, we've been treating each other bad for a long, long time. Oh, we God, are definitely. shit. Mm-hmm. We are yeah. shit as humanity. Be- mm-hmm. And here, and I actually, I ran into Robert while I was in there. Right. And he, he was like, so what do you think? And I was like, well, number one, the 60s were something. God, yes. There were a lot of war. There's a lot of. Assassinations. Assassinations. Rough. There's unrest. Rough. I mean, you think peace and love. The reason people wanted peace and love is because you saw the effed up shit that was going on around you. Yeah. I can understand why you would want nothing more than that. Absolutely. It makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, but the 60s, like, I, that's early on in the in the display, and it's just like, oh, Jesus. Um, but I told him, I go, you know, there's a couple of photos here that are supposed to be joyous. And then you read more about them as you're in there. Mm-hmm. Like there's this, there's this one right here. This is a prisoner of war who's coming back, and he's on the tarmac after landing, and his family's coming running to him. Right. You're like, okay. This is a great moment. This it? Yeah. This is supposed to be a great. It's so called burst did, of joy. He burst didn't of father joy. all those kids. It was his neighbor. <coughs> well, you and see the wife's wife. the wife in the background smiling. As you read on about the photo, you're told. 18 months before this particular moment, she had filed for divorce, and they were divorced several weeks later after this photo. Oh, no. And I'm like, what the F, man? I'm going through all these, <laughs> like, wow, these terrible okay. moments. That's a cold water moment. Now, are you comfortable with seeing birth? Are you okay sure. with Sure. Okay. It makes me sick. Bro. I have, okay. Well, well, well. Chris, close This is eyes. called <laughs> Moment of Life. <laughs> A guy followed around this couple. He was given permission for a year because it was when Lamaze was becoming a thing. Oh, wow. So the father there is the coach. So this is a new thing. And this is the moment of life. See the happiness on the mother's face and such. Well, that's interesting. Chris is going to throw up, it looks like. Uh, I'll take the photo down. But as you read on about that couple and that photo, you find out that not long after that child's birth, the, uh, the couple divorced and the mother married the person who took the photo. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> why did he want to be in the room? Oh. <laughs> oh, so he got to look at the goods and was like, yo, uh, baby girl, let's holler, holler your you boy. Gotta, you gotta, all, all photographers have a little bit of that. Yeah. All male photographers that are 
that for heterosexual have a <sighs> taste of that like if you literally look the other way they're gonna be like so what's up uh, what's so basically on? she married the first club photographer uh, so it was hey baby girl I'll take pictures wanna holler at me I told Robert this I'm going even the ones that are supposed to be good <laughs> I'm reading up and I'm, I'm like what the hell <laughs> so this is partially why I left in an interesting mood cause I'm like okay here's some here's some good ones right cause you're we gravitate towards the worst. That's right. how it is. Gardner, right. Gardner, do you have? No oh boy. I'm gonna. I'm, I have one more, sure. but I'm gonna wait. Please go ahead. If as long as I can, I'm right there. I will throw up if there's another childbirth or anything involving human excrement. I'm. I'll vomit on air. So for the clicks, you, for the clicks, I hope it's something can gross. Can you look at something with famine, or not? Uh, I don't really. Yeah, they did it themselves. Travis. So. <laughs> It's called starvation and Chris, I'm like, Chris is having <laughs> Chris is having a Bill Maher uh, moment this yeah. morning. Yeah. Good um, God! Well, they didn't really try very hard, did they? Now there's um, there's this one. Mm. Okay, that's which horrific. is famic. Kick that fucking bird. And he ain't dead. You find out that the person who took this picture, his name was Kevin Carter. And Defensive was, end for your yeah. St. Louis Rams. There was some discussion after after the he photo was taken. Um, like it became like a discussion of should a photographer intervene at that point? Of course. And similar to the conversation we have with Robert. He and right, and that's a good conversation to have because I see this photo and as I'm reading on, like it's a terrible situation. Right. And that's a when you're trying when you're trying to just document things right. and not involve mm-hmm. yourself. What do you do? Right. Human. But, right. So so. That's a tough, tough thing to answer. Right. And you find out that there were regrets with this photographer. After that, after documenting for a Especially number of months. Especially when you involved children. So it was three months later that the photographer who took that Pulitzer Prize winning photo took his own life. No. Because he couldn't handle having been there, seen that, and not, and not doing, doing anything. What are you going to do? I mean... Well, that's the thing. I mean, what... what you can shoo the bird away. But, but I, don't, I don't think... I know. I think to the point where we had the conversation with Robert, I think <clears throat> there's a... It's a very fine line. Very fine yeah, it's, line. Yeah, it's not easy to answer. It's not easy, and it's, and it's... There isn't a right or wrong way to go about it, and I think that's what makes it even more difficult because... Mm-hmm. While indeed it's 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 not his objective, it's not his job, and he is human. Even if he does intervene, is him intervening actually helping? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is he say. going to make matters worse? Like yeah. my, the give, question is, give what that kid some water and some food, and then the warlord that was standing ten for the others chops eighteen people's ex- hands ex- off. Exactly. You don't know, devil. right? You don't know the Which ramifications. You can see those photos too. Yeah. At the, so I mean, it's it runs the gamut of of humanity. And it, but what left left me in a bitter, I don't know, melancholy mood was even, I think the ones that were supposed to be joyous, as you read more, you're like, life is complex. Mm -hmm. Which is So these are snapshots. There were also ones that did everyday moments. There's um, a photographer out of Chicago who captured life in Chicago, but was capturing it in projects. And high school track teams there that were, there's a kiosk dedicated to this one. Because it wasn't just one, they have one photo and it's this uh, and I can't remember the name of it, but it's an infamous project in Chicago. But it's kids playing in the in the sunlight. I, Brady Green, maybe. Uh, actually, it was. That's Cabrini it. Green? That's okay. exactly it. And but also documenting like a high school there that has a track team that was a very good track team, but they had no track. 
they would train within the halls of the school and they're running around. Oh, so wow. it documents, it's not just one photo, it's a series. It's not I a see. moment, it's it is entire... actually everyday life. Interesting. So those ones, I think I, I did gravitate towards that because to me that's, because you're looking at snapshots of moments in some of these without realizing all the story where something like that explains life. That should that's and social, that was that's actually a little bit that helped some because even like I said I'm looking at some of these that are supposed to be celebratory and I'm like, well why'd you have to tell me that for? Why'd you have to tell me the truth? Social media, <laughs> social media is the second by second version of this. By the way, you mm -hmm. only get one little snippet of what's happening. Um, I I do have one more for Travis. Okay, okay. Um, and then I have a suggestion. Okay, that I don't know if you can pull on the fly, but this is called historic campaign. Nice. The way that oh, it's boy. shot, so it's Obama in a black jacket, but the way that either water is falling it's on raining. it or something. Okay, it's raining. It makes it look like it has one of those fringy feels to it. So it feels like Obama is like bringing out the Neville brothers or something. It, it's one of those <laughs> ranch style. I, I think this. I do you know what I mean? And I think this was, uh, I want to say like this fringy had to have been. black jackets? I think this had to have been during the 2007s. So this is a. This just kind of gives you an idea as to what the Looks presidency young. does to him. Man. Look how young Obama is. This is right it. before he became president. Yeah, so that Several weeks before. Okay, so this is, yeah, 2008. And so the president no now, who looks great, mind you, for his age, but it just gives you an idea has the how the presidency just ages you. It's just fascinating. But, Chris, I'm glad you brought that point up about how it's like everyday social media. Gardner and I were talking about this a little bit off the air to that point about waning yourself off of social media because you get you get those photos, you get those moments, mm -hmm. and then you get context behind it. And when you're inundated with that constantly, every day, on the hour, it does get to you. And I was, and I, I never want to be the guy that, that alerts the world that I'm leaving social media, I'm done. And by no means am I going to be able to then quit that cold see turkey. see how many people respond. Right, right. <laughs> how many <laughs> likes did that get? Maybe I'll stick around. Right. Yeah. And but I I have recently just just a whole host of reasons why but yeah I think it's very difficult to try to either focus or keep yourself emotionally stable if you constantly refresh your social media feed so I I I have taken it upon myself to just slowly pull back from it because. Even the things that you enjoy are now few and far between. Like I used mm -hmm. to enjoy the silly dances and the rap music, or you know, just the the funny the incidents and the, hop. and the hop and the hips. Sean but dancing I, at the jukebox. Yeah. But yeah, it was a lot. There are a lot of things that certainly when we started social media, at least when I started on Twitter in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, where it was uh, it was jokes, it was uh, silly memes and, and crazy games, just just. Mm -hmm. And now it's just... I'm afraid to check it after the show, quite frankly. It is. It is. It, it truly is. Waking up in the morning and, and I, I try to even break I that logged, habit of checking social media in the morning, but it's... it's I logged off after... I logged off at 1 o'clock yesterday. You cannot, especially because with the... Shooting, the well, because the of the incidents and, that took place over the weekend, it's yeah. very difficult to be on social media. I don't know how media. to talk about that. It's, it's, and I think that's no, the other thing. That's fair. And that's the other thing about social media. There isn't a way to talk about it. Like, people are talking. Conversations are being had. But then it's I not. See it and I was like, good luck with this post you'll see on your memories for whatever, because you're not going to do shit besides this post. I, and I, I don't know what you do. I don't know. And I think, I think it's, it's, I think, and it's also the powerless feeling. 
I think that there is a collection of people who truly feel there are things that are absolutely wrong and they are powerless to do anything about it. And I think And that's hard to deal with. Mentally. And that's very hard to deal with mentally. Ooh. Like when you go Good online point. The when dopamine people fixation is a, is a very real thing. Because you have people online who have you hear shout that? out shout out to Harrison oh. and the uh Joe Rogan in our comments? Apparently he's showing he's, up now. He's about as ripped as Rogan, probably. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think that's the aspect, too. I think it's knowing that you know these terrible things are happening. A lot of it is happening in your own backyard. And, and we know it sooner and about. quicker than ever now. And, then I think, and I think especially with the shootings this weekend, especially with what them time? happening back to back. Do we? That was the. Have we talked about this stat yet? How few. And I've said, and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not trying to gl- jump on as this stat becomes more relevant. Um, have you all seen the stat of the just tiny percentage of people that are on Twitter and then of the, in the, as far as the U S population goes, and I, and we've talked about this a million times. Um, but then the actual numbers being so small as compared to the entire population. Yeah. And then of said population on Twitter, 2% or something of of that 2% or whatever of the population that's on Twitter, a tiny fraction does 80% of the barking on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So you're taking one small control group, slicing it down even further, and then they have the loudest voices on Twitter. Does that make sense? So it yeah. just shows... You're just going fraction it's upon so fraction. Correct. But it shows how easy it can be to feel that everyone thinks this or everyone does this, <laughs> and it is numerically, statistically, completely incorrect. At least well, on social media. At least on social media. Because no, that, people, that are voice that are in yeah, that. It doesn't people mean that more people don't like think that. that. Right, right. But right. I'm just saying, if you're basic, which I think that's very dangerous. Well, I don't think, I don't think people too. base it off. I don't One think, bad thing, you remember it. People say 30 good things. You're like, okay, whatever. Well, yeah. I, I, but I think, I mean, but then you combine that with other sample sizes, though, as well. You talk about the conversations that take place every day, whether it's at work or at school or... The, the, the type of conversations that we're currently having, we're still having those conversations in real life. Like, we're still having the conversations about race and police brutality and about school shootings and mass murders. Like, we're still having that conversation in real life, and people are still having those points of views. I think they're greatly highlighted on social media because you can have that direct form of communication. Mm-hmm. I, I think the thing that, that's made it difficult, even for me, who are a person who is absolutely in love with the idea of what Twitter can be. It has been very tough over the last few weeks because you do feel powerless. Because I think when people are speaking, they're hoping there's subsequent action. There hasn't been. So, like, for example, to... when you crushed me in uh, The Great American Race, despite my amazing story last week, it's a woman <laughs> going on Raleigh TV. I don't care if I said the N-word and I'd yeah. say it again. If I'm a black dude who doesn't know that many white people or a young 13-year-old black or whatever, um, someone not white, and you see that, I'm going to feel like everyone's like that. Like you might, which it might back up a few things that you had done, Mm -hmm. but then it also might provide some kind of shitty outlook that it sucks that you have now, right? But I think it, I think if anything, because sometimes those moments validate. Like well, yeah. I think sometimes they can validate mm-hmm. your they point They can over-validate, of view. too. <clears throat> well, or, well, I think there are moments like you can't... America has an extensive well, documented history of racism. So when we see someone on TV being racist, it sure. was it isn't like, oh, my God, I just discovered racism. It's, America, oh, okay. American yeah, capitalism is built on slavery. Yes. It is built on racism. Yes, very much For so. For those that went to worship and sucked the cock of right. American okay. capitalism. Yes. 
know that. It is, and, and it's based on that. So the idea I mean, that it's not a surprise. Is, I think this when is we not see, this is not debatable. But when we see the Raleigh video, see something like that, like and like even to African Americans now over the last three years with this president, we're not surprised. We're not even angry as, as much as you may think. We're more upset that you are now coming over to realizing that despite. Why, evidence why and documented history. Why, why didn't, didn't you, you believe? believe earlier? Right. So that's where most of the frustration is what coming from. So Isn't long? like, oh, now I know for sure that people are racist. It's we've been saying this for years, and y'all have been laughing in our face. You've been mocking us. You you snark and you've used your attitude and you've just completely said, shut up, sit down. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. And then when it happens live on television, whether it's the president or this woman in Raleigh, I can, I can it's all of a sudden of like. Now people are getting upset. They're going on Twitter, getting angry about it. Yeah. It's just like we kind of been talking about protesters it. get a job, and it's like, and the people have had these same feelings towards either our government or society long before social media, yeah. long before the internet. If anything, it's connecting people more. But it, as far as bringing the conversation back to social media in general, it's it's come up to a point where you're going to have to take it in teaspoons because especially. Especially like this weekend. This weekend was from a new standpoint. You talk about That's a feeling, impossible a to feeling of helplessness. Yes. I walked out of that exhibit. Mm. At the Missouri History Museum. Turned my phone back on. I had turned it off. And Zero I, text because you're not important anymore. Correct. Very true. Turned it on. It's like all of us. Hopped on Twitter. Worst feeling in the world, right? Well, I went to look Come for out of a movie theater and nobody texts you. I've been asleep for eight hey. hours. I bet my phone's blowing up. <laughs> not even a mom. Once upon a time in America's two hours, 40 minutes. No one can not contact one? me okay. two hours, 40 minutes. <laughs> right. Mom didn't even want to see her. Come on. <laughs> What's going on? No, but I walk out of that. And I said it left me in an interesting mood and I pop on Twitter. Yeah. And then there's I see the, the shooting in El Paso. That's what I saw coming out of there. And you're gonna the, have to. You're gonna the have walk to. back was good for me. <laughs> it, a walk was probably good at that. And moment. I think. And I think that's because as the, you're trying to look and yeah. like you're like, I just got through all this, and this is what I open up to, and you're just looking at humankind as like, eh. And you know what it Canceled. is. And you Figure know, it out yourself, guys. You know what it is. I'm also, done. you know what also it is. The biggest thing for me, it's a bad rerun. It's bad reruns. Like, so even like, not even the incidents, but the commentary. So it's almost like cyclical. It's like, okay, we know the shooting's going to happen. Then we know these 10 people on the left are going to say this. 10 people on the right are going to say this. The president and the government are going to say this. And then we're going to forget about it in two weeks. But no, And then we yeah. start it back up again when right. it's another mass shooting. And the left is going to, the same 10 on the left will say this. And the same 10 on the right will say this. And you have the go. So it, that's my, the thing that's even more frustrating is like, it's a terrible, it's like Groundhog Day. I got a really it's weird. It's horrible Groundhog Day. I got a really weird, messed up silver lining spot or light at the end of the tunnel. Throughout well, history. silver linings cannot be messed up, Chris. You have to have it no, silver. No, it's fucking messed up, man. <laughs> because of all this shit and where we're at and where it feels like we're at, I feel like humanity finds a way. And whether, hey, it may not matter. Cause are, you there Jeff, may, are you doing Jeff Goldblum? There may, He's about to. He's <laughs> about to say, life <laughs> wait, finds a way. Am I smoking a, ci a cigar inside <laughs> of an alien ship right now? Uh, <laughs> which movie is this? Could I slip into Goldblum in uh, in Zisu? No, please don't. In Zisu, don't, don't, right. don't disrespect Goldblum <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, the one thing that I've not seen, because uh, right now, and just let me finish before you come shooting back. 
Right now, I don't think Democrats have a fucking chance. I don't think that it's going to work. I think people are still a little too blind to think. I'm just saying, with all this. So, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you've got to let me finish. Okay. Can I finish? Uh, Ross Perot, where are you when we need you, bro? Uh, He's dead. Yeah, he is. Well, maybe he'll be reanimated by... Walt Disney. Uh, Elon Musk. No. So, here's my point. Even though we could slip right back into another four years of however you feel about Trump being in the office or whatever. Craziness, right? Feels like there's a lot of nuts so stuff going on. At some point... Well, there is. C- correct. At some point, people find a way to beat things all the time. All the time. It, it's the truth. Whether you end up on the good or bad side of that, mm, history, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Sensibility has to be right around the corner or... <laughs> or... It truly but is. But what's sensibility, though? Sensibility... Not doing 10 and 10. Here's, here's the not thing. Not doing 10 and 10 People when used there's... People to c- consider sensibility moderate or in the middle. Right. That's gone. When I'm saying if you're sensibility, a I'm saying you're doing no harm. I'm with Gardner. You, I, Gardner's right. I, I talked to I, a moderate this week, and I never I've, wanted to run out of look, a room so fast that in my entire I've life. been that person. <laughs> I have voted Republican plenty of times. I have as well, way before this election. Last election, absolutely. I have watched. I've observed. I've discussed with people. Mm-hmm. I know gay Republicans, yeah. plenty of them that yeah. I talk to. Moderation has no place at this moment. Sensibility in history, and fixing the issues you're talking about, rather than doing the ten and ten, has but to what be around issues the are you talking about? But, and who's because who, no one is coming? And who's to the, the table. Sense, and who's the quarterback? That's what I'm saying. Someone has but who, to but show up. Yeah, but, but that's here's the thing: the thing. With, and, and I'm going to stay with what happened over the weekend. Okay. Moderation has no place in that right now. Sensibility is. What would be considered radical at this moment? Well, then, that, then so let then it be radical. I don't, right. So I'd say we don't use that word sensibility. I say, I think I'll probably get the use fucking whatever. <laughs> I, think, I think you can choose to take in vocabulary however you please. Yeah. But in my head. Oh, trust, I, I can spend whatever you I, say I, however I, think, I want. I think the people, <laughs> I think the people who head, talk to. Someone has to come out and say, shut up, shut up, whatever else. And then here's what we're doing. And then it's like, but that I, has to be around the corner. Or, or uh, we're going to go. Oh, it, it, there it goes. <laughs> but but yeah. that's the thing. No, but that's but, that's but, but say, to, to Gardner's point, you, you say it, life goes on until it doesn't. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. But I think Gardner hit the nail on the head. What is sensibility? There are people, a large amount of Americans, who strongly feel that this president isn't racist. There, you cannot start a conversation about changing the current dynamics of our country if you're not willing to accept reality. But I'm and the reality, that. and I think, is if there's still a, and you're right, I think that's how the Democrats are in trouble because there's still a vast majority of Americans who, despite his rhetoric, who, despite his policy, who still believe, for whatever reason, that this president doesn't have a racist bone in this body. And that's He's not where sensibility world, starts. Travis, right. The least saying. racist. Right. He's well, racist, they, but the like least racist. In terms racist. of the world well, rankings, then, the world rank, He's like they're 64 not, on the top they're 70. Not, they're not in my line. For this potential sword in the stone. But what I'm saying is the people, ah, but here's the thing like is. That. See, now you but, understand. But, but with that well, being said. I like it. But a majority. <laughs> but as we pointed out, over 63 million Americans had no problem voting for this president. And, that, and that's fine. You have your right to do just that. And you have an entire Senate. But, you have an entire yeah, party yeah. that's happy to back up the policies and the rhetoric of this president. So when I hear people say we need sensible people in the room. Well, every time I look up. There's nothing but a room of crazy people. But who are electing these crazy people? The so-called sensible Americans. So when Gardner says, what's sensible? I think that's the question. 
what is considered well, who, here, who doesn't vote here, here's, too. here's what I would tell you. What you consider moderate in the past no longer exists and will never exist again. And, 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 and I don't want it in moderate anymore. The days of the moderate that's are fine. over. The Which world I is, think that's a problem. The, no, no, the world is changing. It has. The world evolved. It has evolved. And if you want to stay stuck, then it passes you by and you become angry and you don't understand why it happens and then all this shit happens. Right. You have to understand that things evolve. Now, evolution doesn't necessarily mean progression right. either. It just changes. And pop, but, and but you also can't just... Think about that. Rhinoceros is used to have four horns. Did they really? No, I don't think they did. I think he's lying. Be a lot cooler. But I, I, yeah, what? But I think... I <laughs> or think, dangerous. I think to Chris's point, I think people are willing to discuss... I think pe- it's the issue isn't policy. I think that's the thing. People think, think this is a problem. political debate. We're not having a political disagreement with this president. The, that's not what we're... We're having not having a political well, disagreement with Republicans or Democrats. It's not a political issue. It is a dogma issue. It's an issue of if someone who doesn't look like you agree with you, then they are problematic. That's a problem. And if that's how we're basing the way we decide how our country should be run, then we're going to continue to find ourselves in the type of situations that we found ourselves in this weekend where we're having people take that hate, take the rhetoric that's been shouted over for the last three years, and now manifest that into violence for people to just sit up here. But but for Mm. people to consistently ignore that when we sit up here people are like well if somebody can just come down and give us an answer well there have been people who have been trying to provide the answers for years there are solutions and we keep shouting them down for whatever it was was it last week that the the director of the fbi sat in front of congress and told them that white nationalism white supremacy domestic terrorism homegrown here in this country in this country that is the biggest issue we biggest are threat now. currently told a republican biggest domestic terrorism threat it might have been lindsey graham who was asking it or questioning at the time right I told you right there fbi had right numbers there. showed you showed that it was on a rise look and then what it but that's the thing but then what happened after that hold on and before you go finish that what happened after that was and again instead of acknowledging you know what the fbi director he doesn't have to He's not, he's not trolling he's not trolling. What happens? Ted Cruz proposes a legislation to investigate Antifa. Well, just declare them a terrorist organization. Or just, so I'm saying, so it's like, okay. It's like, okay, you can hate Antifa. I think they probably do some really bad shit. That's not what we're talking about, right? Exactly. The FBI we're director. about people that kill people. Right? Exactly. And the FBI director. And that's where I think, to, to the point, I think that's where the sensible nature of our country has to step forward i and think that, chris is a, right we're gonna have to we're gonna have to dig deep and, to, and, and, and as far as because he says that we know the, the sensible people ultimately win and we're throughout american I history no, we i'm saying generally hope. hoping right and i think in order for that to happen we are going to have to dig. a lot of people want to be apathetic my, towards this but we are going to have to dig sensibility deep. moderation usually aren't your biggest voices right true right Generally correct. Squeaky yeah, wheel I'm, gets I'm the oil. I'm stereotyping it sure. that way. Sure. When they, I say sensible, but, by the but, way, you can be a bad motherfucker and be sensible. You can but, also be a moderate and call out racist. But correct. You have to say something. We. I think we at least. I in, think you're getting think, it mixed up too much with the politicization of what we're talking about. I'm just saying I don't give a shit what they do. They just have to bring solutions to the table. Right. My problem blow is people out of the water and nobody's doing that. My right. problem is right. there's right. been solutions, there have been solutions, and there's still nothing been done. Right. Correct. That's not Which sensible. means right. That's our sensible. sword in the stone hero, they, I don't whomever think they are. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? See, I can play that. Hey, well That's done. right. Well yeah. done. I may find it arduous. But I, 
from stealth. Chris <laughs> almost has it. Chris almost has a stroke. I must cut the stream and call 911. Making one person comfortable almost killed him. But I, I think the crowd yesterday, I think the governor of Ohio was giving a speech at one of the vigils in Dayton. And the crowd spontaneously erupted in a do something chant. Yeah. I think that's ultimately what Americans want. When it's said and done, they don't. But, they know that there's going to be details and things are going to have to. We understand we that. Stop the, yelling at them and just take to the streets and do it yourself. Like, is that? Well, how it my works? thing is, I, I think as far as when you, in order to, and this is my leaning, in order to address gun control, there is going to have to be some political element. Not completely, but there is going to have to be some political element in order to. Make laws of the land okay. where they're going to make guns. illegal some of your guns. That's, that's okay, well, and that's not illegal. And, like, right, and like the gun, the, the gun that was right, the gun that was used in Dayton and then the, the Walmart shooting. I, I again, I know a ton of gun enthusiasts. I, I close friends who own guns. I don't understand the capacity that was needed, and I and I think that's where the well, do something crowd is coming have, from. Let's just let the good guys get them, and it just takes longer, and there's more. <laughs> no, I'm no, I'm, I'm serious when I say this. If so, I know people that uh, right. are more, more than capable. guns is not the solution, though. Point, that's that's been proven. Right. Point is, right. point is, like, it's like it's limiting your dog's food with one of those uh, things, right? It's like it can only get to so much at a time. So you should make it where it's a slow, arduous, super difficult, respected process that only an elite few get to enjoy. You decide whatever level of gun that is. Yeah. I'm thinking of one person in particular right now. I want him to have as many guns as he freaking wants because he deserves it. He doesn't. He's not gonna go off on one of those things. Oh. But I, uh, a guy who's into like tactical sports and stuff like that, who, who does it for whatever. My point being, if he's one of those people, one of the we hash it down from say eighty percent of X amount of people are getting it down to three percent get to have whatever level that is. That's fine. You just need to put these things in place that are going to make it way now, more difficult and ma way more respected to the process. I think you, and you know, get, and you, and I don't you know think what, you should be able to And you know what, everybody, around. and I'm not even trying to be funny, everyone in St. Louis, everyone in Farmington and Red State, Missouri will say to that, you're infringing on my Second Amendment rights. Because once you tell me I that... I think you just get rid select, of some of them. Like, so, get rid of them. So I'm saying is I completely understand that, but even as sensible, even as you broke that down, there's still a vast majority of Americans who strongly feel that is limiting their Second Amendment right. Or, and and therefore, some say God-given right. Some say God-given right. So therefore, they're going to completely tell you, instead of, and that would be a good starting point. Maybe you go, okay, down to 3%. Well, how about 15? No, Maybe that would have been, here, but they're here, not going to even negotiate. I would be able to associate it that my most point, lazy fucks aren't going to go through a testing procedure, a mental health evaluation, true, however it goes. True. Gardner, what were you saying? Sorry, go ahead. There is no time for negotiation on this or finding a true, middle ground. True. I'm not interested in a middle ground. I'm interested in eliminating things. I'm fine with and that. That's I, I just think I think that fight is as as we've seen throughout history, especially Mi since middle Sandy ground Hook, has no place for me right now. I think I think someone said it and then we can be off of it because I know we're coming up to the top of the hour. But <laughs> I, I saw the I saw the I saw the radio there radio is one tweet. And we got that a I senator that still hasn't even commented on anything right. yet. Right. And, and that's an entire that is unacceptable. That's absolutely unacceptable. I completely agree with you there, Gardner. I, I think there's someone said that the conversation in regards to gun control changed post Sandy Hook. And once that was the window where we have the opportunity to bring about real, tangible, sensible gun control. And when that didn't happen, uh, 
it, it's believed by a lot of people that's when we completely accept it. Because they said it's, it's okay to kill if you kids. you say it's okay to, to completely massacre 14, 15 kids and a teacher inside of an elementary school, and that wasn't enough for Congress to do something, something. Well, let's I say, mean, there's, there's empirical... That is, there's, that's what we're up against as it's, far as it's trying simple. to climb that hill. There's empirical research in other countries of what and how they've responded to situations like this, what their rules are on guns that work mm-hmm. we've had 200 there's evidence yeah. okay we've had, but we've the 250 mass shootings halfway through 2019 that's do something again i'm not sitting up here saying that i have the answer as to how to I fix the control, thing but is there's something has to be done if you're beating that mental health drum if you're beating that it's the person not the gun thing oh this is me this is me okay show me massive widespread reform that gets people into facilities i just watch a goddamn documentary on it shout out to project wake up that gave horrific statistics right it showed a guy right who's literally was i don't even want to tell it because there's a nice twist to it but no but to your long story short utah now a wildly pro-gun state utah enacted things that drastically reduced the number of suicides by gun owners. They said, we're not getting rid of guns. This ain't going to happen. We're going to do this thing that approaches it the right way. Right. And so then they can come back to you and say, here's what we did. Now show yeah. me that everywhere. But, so but, you just right. eliminate certain level of gun. That's all. Right. Which again, which would, be, which would be where Chris's point, that would be a great starting point. And to Chris's point, the president came out and he mentioned mental illness my thing is, what does that mean? One, what does that mean? And two, to your point, what are you planning on doing addressing mental illness then? Yeah. What did are you, you pro- what you, are you proposing that then says did you people start a 50 member eliminating health exactly. care? Exactly. And that's what I'm talking about. That's where the sensibleness to Chris's point where you're like, I don't know, because you're right. The president maybe could have took the step forward over the weekend and saying that, you know what? I'm calling an emergency session. Let's all sit down because clearly mental illness is a huge issue right now. Currently, I've he deployed, has the power to do that. And my, but even if you try to tie it to this, that's not necessarily true. Exactly, exactly, it's exactly, not. and it's not true. So again, it's just like so. And these what guys are we? Probably would have passed tests too. Like exactly. Not, so that's not the fix. Exactly. Yeah. So then you say, okay, well, your task force, did, Mr. Businessman, treat it how you would treat a proposal like, that you you put money into at a private business. That didn't work for three years. What would you do with the person who? What is it going to do? I don't mind having the conversation about different elements of what lead to these situations because there are layered. A lot of things yep. are. It's layered. very layered, and that's fine. But doing that, there's a, a common you denominator, sound, right? Right. In a mass shooting, and that, there's and that, a common denominator. And doing nothing cannot be the. And again, I'm not saying that. Go grab the guns. I, I'm not even going right. that far. I'm saying though. It depends you, on which ones. I'm okay. Certainly. With but I think doing nothing, just again, and yeah, to bring it difficult. back full circle with social media, just tweeting about it, just posting about it, just thoughts and prayers about it, that's not going to stop the next mass shooting. We have to treat this like the epidemic that it is, because if we don't, like, it's so, it's not only like, I, I can't, there's no safe space. 
You don't know where to take your child. You don't know where to take your loved ones. That's one scary, was a man. one was a food festival and another one was at Walmart. How many of us have been to a Walmart and a food festival in the last three freaking remember, months? Just even the the theater thing. Yes. I remember. Is the, the answer yes? Is yes, the yes. The answer is yes. So it's I like remember seeing that's it in the Kansas that's, City, walking into the theater to watch what was it? The uh, the Batman with the, Bane. Yeah. That. It in, happened in, in Aurora. In Kansas City, wherever the hell I was seeing it, next to the Trader Joe's, well, I'm watching the entrance the whole time. Yes. And I'm just like, uh, well, you, the, you hear the good guy with the gun thing. Just look at the time, how long it took in for, the, Ohio. for this to get done. It was one minute. Under 30 seconds in one, so under one minute in another. 60 seconds. Let's give those good guys with the gun a little more of a chance where people can't take out 20 so people. So how about eliminate? Right. No, it's kind of capacity. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. And that's, yeah. And like I said, I think there are to, and, and we can, again, I know I keep saying put a button on it, but because Chris really did make some good points. I don't know what the hell's going on and what he drank this it's morning. Farmington sensibility. It's something about that. But he's right. I think in order to. Oh, Lair Dogs got to him. But I think we Lair do, Dog? I think... Do you know my... You call my dad Lair Dog? Mm -hmm. I, I, I would love to Lair Dog. That's pretty funny. That's funny. He just that is turned now, off the... He's, he's <laughs> listening to this. He won't I don't like Gardner now. anymore. Yeah, he won't. Lair Dog. He yeah. call me Lair don't, Dog. Don't Never care for again. Nickname. Don't care for it at all. <laughs> yep. Deleted. Subscribe. No more. But I, I think it is going to take... Uh, that it is going to take somebody to buck that trend. It's going to take somebody, and, and I don't want to necessarily point fingers as to how to get the ball rolling, but it is going to take somebody who maybe has NRA ties or someone who has ties to the to the Republican Party that's going to have to it be that be voice. It won't be Josh Hawley. You're it not won't. Gonna, you're, you're not, not going to get a. You're not. Look, you're not. AOC ain't doing it for you. You know what I'm saying? Like we, the, the squad won't be the ones in front of this because we already know that's going to be a non-starter for many Americans. So it's going to have to take. I'm sorry to say it's going to have to take one of you white guys getting off your ass and saying oh, this is you, some bullshit. I'm not that, even trying to be no, funny. No, 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 But that's what it's going to take. No it's going to take a white guy to say, all right, guys. Well, he's <laughs> right. right. He's look, talking about a Republican. Look so he's, no further. Percentage-wise, he's no got a good no further than weed and the heroin slash uh, what, opiate thing. We're attacking this opiate crisis like it's crazy. Nobody did that for crack. Uh, to this day, people still don't understand that crack is cocaine. Mm -hmm. Like, they think it's this magical Negro devil dust. Right. No, it's just like heated up cocaine. I've listened to eight hours of uh, conversation on it. Yeah, My point being, like, like look no further. For anyone that thinks Travis is, uh, is just hipping and hopping his way <laughs> through the conversation... <laughs> Look no further. Weed is cool now, man. Hip it and, and hop it. And listen, hey, you ought to be pissed at your girl Kamala as she's like, I've tried weed. And how many people did she put away for weed? Get Thousands. Thousands. So my point is, weed is now being sold in things that very much resemble Apple stores. Yeah. I <laughs> do. <laughs> Look no further. I just, if you have a problem, Travis is a little bitch most of the time. But Wait, what? The proof, the proof is that? right there. I, you can't drive through rural Missouri without seeing a billboard for one anti-abortion, and then two, uh, some oh. sort of heroin something PSA. To be, Let's fix this. You weren't fixing it. You're saying lock that fucking no, ass up. I, I shouldn't see no crack yeah. billboards in the hood. Weed too. All I saw. Who's that crack? Bink. Right. Mm. See you in 25 years. Let's so. do anti-crack billboards on 70 out in <laughs> yes. Columbia. Right. That should work People well. Go, what? In yeah. between the Mizzou signs. Wait, they're here? <laughs> in between the M-I-Z-Z-O-U signs. Oh, my God. Are they moving in? Look no further <laughs> than the reduction in meth busts south of St. Louis once we got after it. 257 to 30? Mm -hmm. Wasn't it really drastic? 
because we care. This year it was 16, I think. So mm-hmm. We've got your meth update. In Jefferson County. Can we County. get that sponsored, do you think? Our and meth counter. <laughs> and the funny thing about this whole entire situation. Sponsored by anheuser Bush. The funny thing is. Don't do meth. Methology. White men always want to be the superheroes. They want to be is. the pro. Now, here's the thing is. I'm saying is you actually have the opportunity to be an icon, an historical generational icon I right never now. wanted to be a superhero. I think they're. I'm like, only inundated with. Female superheroes and black superheroes these days. Travis, that's all I know. Nice. You woke. You can braid, get those braids done in Wakanda, man. I got my Wakanda vacation braids. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't either. Uh, big thanks to St. Louis Counseling Services. Check out their podcast, Mental Health Matters. Big supporters of ours. And uh, all joking, tomfoolery aside, be sure to drop them a line. They have a million different options. If you do need to speak to someone or get into regular counseling, stlouiscounseling.org online. Shout out to all our other sponsors. Been a very fun day Can today. I plug them to some more a little bit? Yeah. Like, I mean, we're coming to, look, people talk about seasonal depression a lot. And, and oftentimes, this time of year, people just assume just because the sun's out and people are being social that this isn't part of seasonal depression time of year. So for those who are going through it and you just need a session to just... Get some stuff off your chest or clear your mind. Make you sure okay? you talk to the folks at St. Louis Council. No, I, I just, this time of year, like people, it's very easy to, like when it's rainy and it's cold, people just assume, oh, well, now it's seasonal so depression So you're saying season. even somebody as dark and melanin-filled as you, chocolatey goodness, could be suffering from some sort could of issue. Could be suffering from something. And a lot of times it's just having a conversation. Sometimes you bottle everything up and you're trying to have it with yourself. Share with the good folks at St. Louis Council. They'll be more than happy to take care of you. And they're good people. They're very kind and generous. The word I've been using recently is generous. People who take the time to actually give a damn about what's going on with you. Mm. Those are generous people, and I appreciate those folks. So keep doing what you're doing, you human beings. I know life has been tough lately. The news is hard. So make sure you reach out to your loved ones and you say hello and check up on them. Mm. And do that for everybody. Just don't do that with those who who suffer from anxiety or depression. Did you slip him mushrooms at the break? No, not at all. I think this is important. Did Seth and the Hoosier Sophisticated guys drop Take a sip of his coffee. No, I think think with... Are you about to eat my eyes? No, not even. <laughs> Put some barbecue on They're kind of cute eyes. So I watched watch him make it. that coffee. <laughs> I wouldn't take a sip. Okay, got it. Uh-uh. But no, I think I think with the kind of weekend that we had, I think it's very easy to just be like, "F this all," and it's sometimes it's important for people to talk to someone. But what if that's the solution, Travis? F it all. <laughs> do I need to? Do I need? Do I need to read the... Homo the, sapiens have uh, outgrown their years. Do I need to read the quote? If NASA just comes out yes, holds a press conference, I want NASA to come out and go, we're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah. like, listen. Hey, hey, what? Aliens what? come back. We're done here. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great the head of NASA just go, <clears throat> hello, thank you all, international media, for being here. Appreciate everyone, everyone online. We're going to end sober. every show like this. Mm-hmm. Human consciousness is a tragic misstep oh, in evolution. No, we we became Good. too self-aware. Nature created an aspect of nature separate from itself. All right, we'll let it go. (laughs) Shout out to Rust Cole and uh, everybody else. Uh, uh, We said it, and you'll hear an announcement hopefully tomorrow. uh, Big announcements in the way uh, that has uh, direct correlation to Free Comedy Thursday. Big thanks to Gaslight and Schlafly for hooking it up last week as the uh, unfortunate last-minute stuff with uh, Southtown closing happened. But... Good news. We got some uh, big announcements right around the corner for that. Uh, for Gardner here in St. Louis, for the great Marvis Morell, I'm Chris Denman. It's We Are Live. We're back tomorrow live at 8 a.m. We'll see you then. Peace.